Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Somebody's like, why grandma bring us here? All right, hey, we're talking about faith. Go to Hebrews eleven six. You need to see this. Talk about faith. Faith is um you guys are smart, and I want you to get this. I want to simplify it. Faith is just simply what you believe. It's all faith is. Faith isn't some big, you know, Jesus used faith and beliefs interchangeably all throughout the Bible. You have to understand what faith is, because look what Hebrews eleven six says. It says, now, now, you know what 11, one, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report, the world was framed by the word of God. We understand that it was framed by God's words, but look at eleven six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to him must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. But without faith, it's impossible to please who? God. So you can't please God without faith. So you could say, I'm coming to God, but you got to come to God right, because the exchange that God receives is faith. So now faith is beyond just obtaining promises. Faith is the position of the believer to interact with God. Let me tell you, all right, let me do it. I'm fellowshipping with God. You're not until you get to faith. That's why half the people you and I know are wasting time with stuff that doesn't line up to the Word of God. The more scriptural your life looks, the more interaction you'll have with God. Amen. You go show up with God in unbelief and have a conversation? You can't. He can comfort you, but he cannot respond to you. Now, everybody goes, well, that's God. No, God gave you the rules. If you don't know them, that's why you go to church like this and you learn them. But there's a whole bunch of people in the earth blaming God for a bunch of stuff God's got nothing to do with because nobody taught them right. It's impossible to please him for he that comes to him must believe that he is. You believe, you got to believe he's God? Why would you come to him if you didn't know he was God? It's not about coming to him like that. It's about coming to him in faith. He must come to him with beliefs. What belief is that? Now, see, everybody thinks faith is just obtained promises. Faith is not just obtained promises. Faith, live by faith. You walk by faith. Come on, we protect ourselves with faith. Faith is a position of the believer. You understand? It's not just obtained promises. I use my faith to get stuff. That's only one side of faith. Faith is the relationship of the believer. You live by faith. The only thing the New Testament believer has to live in is faith. The only sin you commit as a Christian in the New Testament belief system is unbelief, which is sin. So you're either in faith or unbelief. Is that, you guys getting it? So you're either believing or not believing. If you're not believing, you're in sin. And when you're believing, you're in faith and you're in God and you're in righteousness. So the minute you step out of believing, now you stepped into what? Unrighteous position with God. That doesn't mean it changed you being righteous. Just right now, God and you don't really have great interaction because Amos 3.3 says, how can we walk together unless we agree? See it? So you're pulling it in. So I got to come to God with faith. Well, here's the problem. You have to persuade yourself inwardly because the argument always arises internally. Once faith shows up, you're going to get an argument from the earth to try to get you to get rid of your faith. That's where the internal struggle comes in of persuasion. You must persuade yourself to believe. Now, most Christians believe that the moment I have to persuade myself to believe, I must not be a good Christian. No, you're a great Christian because you're answering reason that is inside of you. Everybody has it. Most people lie and deny it because they feel bad about having it. That's really good. Yeah, because like, oh, if I love God, why do I doubt him? I doubt God. I love God. Jesus probably almost had an opportunity to doubt him, but never did. So don't go, and he was God. So don't go getting in this mindset like you're, you don't have it together because you, you doubt. Just don't let your doubts override and step into reason, and you're going to be okay. But who in the right mind would not have to persuade themselves? Romans chapter 4 says this, God will quicken it the dead and call those things that be not, right? He called them as they were. He wanted him to see. He staggered out the promises of God. He gave glory to God. I'm paraphrasing real hard. We don't have to go there. And he said this. He said, and after he was firmly persuaded, that's when he received the promise. 
Well, think about this. If Abraham had to be firmly persuaded to receive the promise, and he's the father of faith, you might have to be persuaded too. That's his name. He's the father of faith. I might be like the uncle of faith or the grandson. I don't know where I'm at in faith. All I know is this. You better believe when God said. Come on, you see what I'm saying? I'm helping you today. You know what I'm saying? I doubt God. I doubted God on the way to church today. How about you? Uh, stop being religious and stop being weird and stop acting. Li- Don't act like that. God knows your heart. He knows the truth. Why in the heaven you got to lie about? Some things God speaks to me about, I got to shake myself and go, man, can I believe that? That's a stretch right now. Answer the questions of your mind with faith-filled words. You know what I'm saying? But see, we don't know what faith is, so sometimes because we don't know what it is, we don't know if we're there or not, and that's why we mess up the process. So faith is simply what you believe. You got that? And what you believe should be based upon the word. Good? That was like the last couple weeks. It's cool. But now watch this. Sooner or later, my beliefs have to govern my life. Now that's when faith gets released. Because until my beliefs are governing my life, let me say it like this. You better go all the way back to where your beliefs were formed because if your beliefs are not formed right, your actions are going to be wrong. Your thinking's going to be off. Your mind's going to be off. Your will's going to be off. It's all going to be off because where are your beliefs formed? Because your beliefs are either formed from the word of God or from what you think, and reason is not where you want to base your beliefs. There's a lot of stuff in here. It's weighty, so let's go soft. And if it's too much, we'll disconnect. You know what I mean? We'll come back in and out. You need to hear what I just said. That's really good. Okay. What has formed your beliefs? Usually, it's reason until the word of God shows up. Once the word of God shows up, you need to lose your opinion about what you think and uh, uh, what? Believe what the Word of God says. See, a lot of us want to know why you got a problem. I'm not trying to, I don't want to push on you like this, but let me tell you. You want to know why you have a struggle in certain areas here? Just here? Just check this out. Because your work, the Word of God is not your final authority yet. You still allow your reason. You, you, you tell me how you're supposed to walk in love. That's not how God said walk in love, and that, that's why your love don't work like God's love could work. Because your, your, your love walk has not repentance. Your love walk has pay me back. That ain't God's love. So where did you get this idea? And most people never really want to go to the word of God. You know why people don't want to go to the Word of God? You don't have a way anymore. You don't have a right anymore. You don't have an opinion anymore. You don't have feelings anymore. The Word of God has no feelings involved. That's why people want you to lie to them. They don't want to know the truth. Lie to me as long as it makes me feel better. Yeah, they do. Nobody want to hear the truth because if you hear the truth, it's very cut and dry. See, like people would almost come across and say, is God that curt with things? No, God's just truth. And people really don't like truth because truth doesn't give you no wiggle room to still have an opinion. Once the truth shows up, he's like, oh, oh, you want to really fix it? Here's truth. Walk in love. Not the way you want to walk in love. Walk in love the way I told you to walk in love. And if you don't know what that love looks like, go read 1 Corinthians 13. Love is kind. Love is both. Love doesn't remember suffer wrong. I don't want to love like that, bro. I want the person that hurt me to pay for the hurt they gave me. Where's that love? Can't find it. So now you're void of the word of God, but you want change in your life and you want growth, and everybody wants to go get whole. Your, your days of being whole are over until the moment. I need to get healed inside. You don't need no inner healing. You need the word of God being the final authority of your life. You'll get healed in 22 seconds. Oh, here we go. You know, because I always got, I got a couple in here, you know, all the time. I could hear your head. Well, why is that? Because here's the deal. Jesus already made you whole. You've been clean through the word which I spoke over you. John 15. Done. How fast it happens for you is as fast as you embrace the word of God and forget what you want to be. Oh, I like this. Yeah, you like petting your devils. Yeah, they live in between your ears. They're called lies. This is who I am. No, it's not. The word of God is the only you you are. And don't let nobody... 
undo what the Word of God already did for you. Oh, my God, this is so truthful. And that's what it takes. But that's faith. Because once you start playing in God's level, God don't play. He don't come down. He don't dumb it down so you can get it. He makes you rise up so you can receive it. You know what I'm saying? He don't dumb it down and go, let me come down there where you are and try to explain. No, he says, you come up where I am. Your ways ain't your ways. Your thoughts are not your thoughts. The way you see you is not the way I see you. Start believing what I said about you, and that's the only thing you can do. See it? Come on, right? And he was like, well, my God in heaven, that's one of them words. I told God in the morning service, don't show up. I told the Lord, don't show up. I don't want to see you. Paul was here for 9 o'clock. It was cute, right? Like, would you like to see Jesus? I said, nope, only when I go to heaven. I don't want him messing up my faith. Because if I got to see him to believe him, that means I don't believe him. I'm going to get worse as I get older. Can you feel it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, oh, yeah, I'm going to have no filter. It's going to be great. I, you think I got a filter now? Wait till I don't have one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, no, you really want to see. If Jesus said right now he'd come down here and show himself to you, I'd say don't come. I don't want to see you. I'll see you when I go to heaven because you might jack up my faith while I'm in the earth because I don't want to need to see you to believe you. I want to believe you when I can't see you because you work in an unseen realm and the more I can live in an unseen realm to form my beliefs, the better believer I become. <laughs> ah, did you get that? Did you write that down? Yeah. I don't even know what I said. Did you get that? Did you get that? Man, how you leave here not shot out? I don't know. You get this stuff on the ride home? <laughs> did you get that? Like, he works, Billy, he's in an unseen realm. Everybody in every sense I have wants to see him in the seen realm to tell me whether he's still God. Because reason in the seen realm is messing me up. He's like, I don't even work in the seen realm. So if you want to be like me, stay in the unseen realm where I work and don't need anything to confirm me in the seen realm and just show up like I'm there. Oh, my God in heaven, that's faith in its highest function. That's what I'm going to show you today. That's what I'm teaching you. Did you get that? See what's happening while I'm speaking. You get little mini nuggets. And those little mini nuggets are what you run with because that's what God wants you to learn today. You know what I'm saying? Watch this. You getting this in? You pull this in? So you got to have this thing. Look at, look at Luke 8, 22. You all right today? Yeah, I got to get you out of here a little bit. I can tell I'm deep in your head. You know, like, oh, my God, what is he saying? Don't worry. You get it on the ride home. Just pull it in. Take notes. He don't. Okay. Now faith is, so this is what hope does. Here, look, look at me, look at me, look at me. Let me help you. Are you getting this? Are you guys good? Are you just overthinking? Just think, okay? This is what happens. You read the Bible and hope comes, right? Hope for whatever you need. Hope to change every area of your life. But hope ain't enough. Hope needs faith to produce the substance to materialize it. I should just do one-liners and pause. I'm going to go, Holly, I love, your, I love it right there. Holly's in the spot. I'll, I'll go slow. Hope shows up and goes, here's what the Bible says. But faith must materialize the things hoped for. So hope gives faith the target to materialize. Without hope, faith cannot produce anything. But without faith, hope is useless. Did you get it? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. So hope goes, hey, we could have a better life. Faith goes, I got to materialize that for that to work for you. Otherwise, all you're going to do is just hear, and hearing ain't enough. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I got news for you. In hope is an element of faith. That's why faith comes when you hear. So hope, <laughs> you guys are smart, man. Look, you guys are bright. Hope shows up, faith goes something to materialize. Hope isn't enough. Because hope says something can change, but I don't know how. Faith says, let me show you how to do it. So hope says, I can have a better life. Faith materializes the things hoped for that came from the word of God. 
This is why you got to listen to this 10 times. You got to go home. You got to put the work in. If you want this, you got to go back and listen to this and roll that over. Roll it over. Roll it over. It's okay. So you guys are getting it. You see what I'm saying? So I'm there. All right, let me show you, right? Go to doctor. Doctor says I'm going to die. Okay, great. That's great. Good news. Whatever, right? Show up and I go like this, right? You're going to die. Okay, great. Wonderful. What am I going to do with it? Now, here's what most Christians do. They live in denial. They say that's not true. That's not the truth, but there's something going on. You're not going to die. Nobody's going to die. Relax. But I'm just showing you how to help people. You're broke. You're this. You're that. Whatever. You're sick. Whatever it is. The marriage. Whatever. Whatever. I don't know and I don't, I don't want to know and you don't have to know. It shows up. Now we got to go find hope. We're going to find hope. That's hopeless. Come on, that's hopeless. So we go to the Word of God and we find hope, right? Oh, by his stripes I'm healed. I don't have to die. Praise the Lord, right? First Peter 2, 24 says what? By his stripes I was healed. So now hope comes because of the Word of God, but hope ain't enough. Faith must materialize the things hoped for. So now hope shows up, says you can live and not die. You go praise the Lord. Now wait a minute, what do I got to do? I got to take that seed of that Word and put it in my heart and reject everything else that says something different than that seed. And once that seed's been buried in my heart and I start speaking like that seed says and only seeing what that seed of that word says, I start what? Creating the reality which I can live in and I can turn around because I got to call those things that be not as though they were. Don't call what you got. Call what you want it to be. That's how God did it. He quickened the dead. What do you mean dead? It was a dead situation. It was no life around. He called for life to come. You see it? God who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. What is he doing? That's how God works. He calls things that be not as though they were. So you want to be like God or you want to be like you? If you want to be like God, you got to start speaking this stuff. What they say? You're going to be broke. I ain't going to, no, 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 broke. No, bro, he said I could be rich. Hey, wait, that marriage ain't going to work. Well, God put together, let no man put us under. You got to go for it, man. And I know some of you got some weird old people to deal with, but guess what? I still got to go for it in my faith. Glory to God. You know what I mean? Go for it. You know what I'm saying? You got to do this stuff. Now watch what I'm saying. Hope shows up because the word showed up. Now faith must materialize the things hoped for. How do I release my beliefs? Through words. Three ways. Think, say, do. One of the things about Logos is this. You got Logos and Raymond. You know the difference? Logos is the written word of God. Rhema is the spoken word of God. The Bible is the Logos. It's written. When you take Logos and speak it, you, re you release what's in it. The power is in the word. Now, here's what you got to understand, though. In the word Logos, in the Greek, you can trail it back to a place of thinking. It's not just written. It's a place of thinking. Okay? So I believe faith starts in the thinking before it ever gets to your mouth. That's just me. So you got, so faith, uh, exceedingly, abundantly, above all I ask or think. So that means faith's working in my thinker before it ever gets in my mouth. Amen? That's why as you thinketh in your heart, so are you. So you got to watch what comes in your ears and your eyes. You got you to gotta eradicate wrong thoughts. You understand that? Anything, this is what I was talking about, man. I started talking about that. Man, I got to preach that. Man, me and Doc were talking about that. Man, I, I caught it the other day. I said, vision is not enough. Vision boards are useless. Oh my God, he's so bad. Yeah, they're useless. Three days later, I'm, I'm walking by this stuff. A week. I like your vision board. Keep your vision board. Just be kind. How many got a vision board on there, got dust on it? You walk by it now, you don't even notice anything on it. I like the idea of the vision board. I don't want to say they're useless to complete. I like the idea of a vision board. I got one in my mind. But I, I don't like vision board alone because vision board is not enough. I need focus. On the daily. To make myself look at the vision board. Otherwise I walk by the thing. It's collecting dust. I got, I got scriptures on the wall in there. Kenneth Hagin. Stuff I like. Doc got the thing there. When a man is willing to stand forever. He won't have to stand very long. A man's continual pursuit of excellence. Is what perpetuates him to walk into his future. I got them all in there. I got them in here. They're on a wall. I walk by them. I don't know them. But until I daily focus them and put them in here. They're not doing me no good. And that's when I got this. Vision, this is what happened. This is what happened. Because I started looking at it. Vision is the imagination of the big picture. Focus is the elimination of every other picture that tries to get in. I keep breaking it down. You see me working on it? Because he gave me the gist of it, but I've been working on it in my head. Vision, you see it? Because we talked about it. Vision, vision, 
is the imagination of the big picture. Focus on the daily is the elimination of every other picture that tries to come in. Because that's not what I'm supposed to be looking at. See it? So that's, it's daily focus. So you have to create daily focus to get that vision board to materialize. And that's the power of faith. Because just because something's there doesn't mean it has my attention. You have to focus. Focus laser sharp. Focus is elimination of wrong. People think this. This is so good. Vision allows me see. Focus allows me to eliminate. Look, man, you keep, that's like a billion-dollar deal right there. You better write this stuff down. Everybody's sitting there. Oh, I got that. You didn't get it. Get it. Get what I'm saying. No, I'm not being a buster. I'm, I'm talking to 18 people every week. Where you been? I just got to find the 18 every week. That's my job. That's what I do. I love y'all. I'm, I'm going to be here every week. Don't worry about it. Just, I, I love you, but vision, vision is in my imagination. I can see. But sight, everybody's been given the ability to, to have vision. Understand it? But not everybody's been given the ability to see. Focus. Pull it down into a arena where you can understand. Vision, big picture. Focus allows me to eliminate distraction. That's what focus does. I eliminate distraction because of the power of focus. Everybody could see, not everybody's got focus. High achievers in life, laser focus. Sharp. Because sight's everywhere. Focus is key. Faith is the force of focus. Hope, you could say this, hope is found in the imagination from the word of God. But focus, man, that's a faith tool. Because it eliminates everything that's outside of the realm of faith. Focus. Because once you know where you're going, once you know where you're going, faith doesn't let you get off course. So focusing in that arena of faith has now eliminated every distraction because life's noisy. How hard is it to stand in the promise of God when everything in the earth is screaming, saying, oh, my God, and you got to hang on to nothing while all the while you know you got everything in your heart? And what's it trying to do? Grab your attention. Look at this. Look at this. Look what they said. Look what they said. Look, 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 look. It's the elimination of every distraction. Once you get the word of God, you start eliminating distractions. Once you got focus in that word, you eliminate distractions. You must become a person that eliminates. A golfer, what's the difference between the good guys and the guy? They're focused. I played golf. My guy went through four years, golf ride. He wanted to walk. I'm in Southern Hills in Tulsa. It's 118 degrees. I'm like, what are you, nuts? I want to walk the course? I said, I ain't walking nowhere, dude. Get the cart and let's go. You know why they want to walk? You want to know why? Because they want to focus on the next shot. All the while from leaving that hole to the next shot, they ain't even going to hole to hole. They're going to shot to shot. You could play. He's a player, too. We need to get him. He's really good. Right? How do you, no, bro, you want to walk. A player wants to walk. Why? He doesn't want to be distracted by stuff. So you know what I'm saying? Anybody that's good. Michael Jordan? Laser, man. Brady, whether you like him or not? They don't even, they don't even have really... Really seriously, there's better athletes than those guys in the league. But guess what? They got something different in focus most people don't have. Once faith, the force of faith is found in your focus, eliminate the distractions and stay true to where you're going. Jesus shows us in this thing here. We got to go, but that was, that was better than the notes. Go here. Go to Luke 8, 22. You all right? Are you getting this? You see what I'm saying? Is every, you see what I'm saying? Okay, I got this, I got this, I'm, well, then eliminate all the distractions that's saying something different than your promise. Did you hear what I just said? Eliminate every distraction that says something different than the promise. I'm, you're going to be rich. Well, why is this? Why? Who cares with that? Don't look at that. That's an elimination. My focus says this. I'm talking to business guys. Growth, where you want to bring it? 30%, 40%? What do you want to do new? I don't know. Your marriage, I don't know. Figure out where, you're, figure out where you got your faith out and come on. Put your focus in that thing and go what? It's a, it's a force. Watch, let me show you something. But you know how you read, watch this. Oh, that's really good. I'll say that, Lord. <laughs> I got that. He said, he said, watch this. 
He said, the words of your mouth are showing what you've been focusing on. Write that down. Your words are revealing your focus. That's what I just heard in my spirit. He told me today, coming to church, the Lord said, I'm going to start telling you stuff to say. It was funny. That was good. I'm going to acknowledge it, too, when he says it. Thank you, Lord. I heard that in my inside. He said, your mouth's showing you where your focus is at. My God in heaven, I feel good about that. Your mouth is showing you where your focus is at. Your mouth is showing you what you're focusing on. Your mouth is. Your mouth is. Your mouth is. What are you saying? That's showing your focus. Come on, you see what I'm saying? Your mouth is showing what you focus. Your mouth, your mouth is showing you, your mouth is showing you what you what you concern about a thing. How are you talking about your marriage? Your mouth. How are you talking about your kids? Your mouth. How are you talking about your relationships? How are you talking about your money? How are you talking about your body? How are you talking about this? Your mouth, your mouth, your mouth. Your mouth is revealing your focus. And your focus is revealing your faith. And I'll tell you, when you chip it all the way down, we're going to find out whether you got hope or not because bottom line is just by the words in your mouth, you're revealing where your heart's at. That's Bible. Let the abundance of the heart come out of the mouth. And look what Jesus said. You got to see, because you got somebody, you're going grocery shopping today. I like that. I'm talking about somebody's like, my God in heaven, why does he keep talking about grocery stores? You're going to find out. Praise be to God. I got four minutes to pull it off. You ever see a miracle? You ever see a miracle? How many of you ever been a living miracle? It ain't going to happen today right here with this thing. I ain't going to be done in no four minutes, but <laughs> at least I tried. Praise be to God. That was funny. You should laugh. Chris, you even combed your hair for baby dedication today. My God in heaven. I feel good in the house of the Lord today. Now it came to pass. Now I'm not going to keep you all day. Now on a certain day, he went out in his ship and his disciples, he said to him, let us go over to the other side of the lake. And they launched forward. Jesus done told them. He said, we're going to the other side. They said, okay, let's go. But as they sailed, he fell asleep, and there came down a storm in the wind, and they were filled with water. My God in heaven. Right? They were in jeopardy. That's where they got that show from. No, I'm just kidding. And they came to him and awoke and said, Master, we perished. What's the matter with you? He arose and rebuked the wind and the raging wind and the sea is calm. Jesus looked at this and said, where is your faith? They say, how does God command the wind and the rain? What do you mean, where's our faith? It's obviously seen that they didn't have no faith. Because out of their mouth, all they could talk about was what? Don't you care we perishing? How many times, right, God tells you something and all we see is, don't you know I'm perishing? Don't you care? Don't you care about what I'm going through? Don't you feel it? You know, in the morning service, I was kind of laughing. I said, you ever have the promise and then the problems? To get the promise, and you go, promise, problems to get it, promise, problems to get it, promise, all the confession I got to do, promise, I don't need to promise that bad, bro. <laughs> Come on, sometimes you know what I'm saying, with the little, the big ones, you know, the life or death ones, you're all in, but the other little ones are like, hey, I can live with a little pain, let's, what the heck, I don't want to have to govern my mouth that much, I don't want, no, you know, what I'm, I'm being honest, tell the truth, right, you go, Project to get it, promise to have it. Project to get it, praise God. Let me just start over, right? No, you got to realize it's not that big a deal, but what's the first thing we think about when I Don't you care, God, what I'm going through? Don't you, God, come on, where are you? They said, don't you care we perish? What did he do? He said, hey, how come you ain't got no faith? Where's your faith? Well, obviously their faith wasn't in their mouth because God knows their nonsense was coming out of them, guys. But they didn't have the Bible to go look at like we do. That's what happened when he came over here in Luke 17, 5. Look at Luke 17, 5. Real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Right? He starts talking about faith is a grain of seed. Now, I know what happens. We're done. I know what happens to you guys. Well, praise God, if you had faith like a grain of mustard seed. <laughs> you had faith. Look at this. Look at Luke 17, 5. You had faith, a grain of mustard seed. I got mustard seed faith. How many you went to school, you know, they took out the little mustard seed, and they showed you the size of faith. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Size of your faith don't mean jack, and I don't even like that terminology. Faith growing and all that garbage. Uh, yeah, it's really good. I'm, I'm either radically crazy. I'm right on. You know why I don't like the size of this faith business? Because how much faith do you need to do something? I'll tell you the only place faith grows. Exceedingly growing faith is in the faithfulness of God. That's the fruit side of faith, not the release side of faith. There's two differences. Because see, love, see, it's a fruit of the Spirit. The fruit side of faith that grows is the fruit of the Spirit in His faithfulness. That's the only side of it that grows. 
You understand that? When he said this, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, those are the fruit of Galatians 5.22, the fruit of the Spirit, that's where faith grows in the fruit of the Spirit in that side. But in the side where you use it, it's obtaining. It's not the size of it. Gets it. Receives. Well, what do you got to have? A little bit of faith and giant faith? The Roman centurion was a one-time hearer. He's got great faith. The disciples are walking with Jesus constantly and continually, and they don't have no faith? Come on, man. It's not about the size. It's about the release. Because that's how you get it to work. Heart and mouth. Miracles. Okay? That's another day. But look at this, right? Look what he says here. The apostle said to him, increase our faith. Well, how does he ask him to increase faith? He said, okay, you want your faith increased? Look what he says in verse 6. He says, if, if, he said, and the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of seed, mustard seed, Ye would say under the sycamore tree. Now everybody goes, oh, tiny faith. Forget about the tiny faith. It's the size of your say, not the size of your seed. Your say. If you had, he's saying this. If you had faith like a little seed, you would say. Lose the seed size and learn the say side. What would I say? You would have said unto the tree. Now Jesus is talking to trees. Are you here? He was talking to trees and storms. He looks crazy. That's the problem with us. Faith must say. You ain't talking to stuff enough. It's talking to you. And I start thinking about it. Jesus is talking to trees, but your, talk, your checkbook's talking to you. Doctor reports are talking to you. Stuff is talking to you. Words, people say, ideas, something's talking to you. Why are you not talking back to it with faith? Yeah, talk back to him. What does faith say about the situation? What does faith say about your checkbook? What does faith say about the doctor report? What does faith say about the relationship? What is faith? You tell me what you say. I don't want to know what you say. What the Bible say about what you're supposed to say? That's what I'm saying. That's where the rubber meets the road because all the rookies want to go, well, somebody say it for me. You can't. You got to say it for yourself. Come on. You see what I'm saying? You got to say into that mountain, be thou removed. Be thou get sick, my tree, go into the reed, be plucked out of the root, it can go, and it shall. You got to plant. Now, here's the problem. It's a process of this, though. You got to plant the word of God in your heart through what you say out of your mouth and leave it in your heart long enough to grow so you can pull some fruit off that tree. Amen. You got to get it in the yard. Faith is in the heart. Okay? Now, y'all know this Romans 10. We ain't going there. It says, faith is in the heart and in the mouth. The word of faith which we preach. So you got to get some stuff in your heart. So you get seed in your heart by hearing it saying. Now, I'm going to say something here. You guys will like this, right? Faith comes by hearing, right? Well, I don't care. if you. A lot of guys say you got to say it. It's good you say it. But I'm going to tell you what I like it out of. And I'm going to say this. This might be a little different than what you heard. I want it out of somebody that believes it. I think the quality of the receptiveness of seed is based upon the receiver, number one, more than anybody, how you value what you hear. But boy, I'll tell you what, I like hearing stuff out of people that know what they're talking about, about the Bible, because when you get it, you know that thing's coming pure. Don't you get that? Like, if I went to one of you guys, my son, like, you run that whole plant. I don't know nothing about that place. But if they put me there in day one, I would just do what you tell me to do, because I know you know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like, I get in that plane, I ain't playing, bro. I'm a, if I had to do it, I'm just going to do what you tell me to do. I don't know nothing about that thing. I, ain't, I touched some wires. I ain't touching nothing else again. I got you, and you can forget. I want to really do. I want to put a dimmer in the office. I think I need a, a mood. I need you. Yeah, I'm not touching my eyebrows. I, no, if I ever, did they ever fall out or something, you could die. I'm, do whatever you want with them. I don't really care. Right? I, I could care less because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to glue it, stick it, make it. Uh, I, I've, learned from, I've learned from the best. I'm staying young. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Mention no names in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. Lighten up. So you see what I'm saying now with this thing? So value, value is based upon the recipient. I value what I hear, but it's also valued upon the sayer. Like, you know what I mean? So faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. What? Because well, so, this is what everybody tells you. You know what they tell you in church? Well, you, they, you should hear it from you. I'm going to say something that's going to be bad, but it's going to be okay. This is really good stuff. Yeah, therefore you speak, but you don't believe half the stuff you say. Most people. And because you don't believe half the stuff you say because you lied to you more than anybody, you don't even believe yourself. So I can believe somebody else more than I can believe me because I don't trust me 
because I know I've lied to me before. But I didn't see you lie to me yet, so I qualified your voice a little louder in my head than my own. That's so good to change your world. Ain't that good? That's so good. That's pulpit throwing material right there. That's really good. So I almost can't believe what I say about me because what I say about me, I have not believed about me because I've lied to me more than anybody. So you tell me who I am and let me trust your voice louder than mine until I could start trusting my own. That, that is good stuff. That's God though. Because, you know, so then you value it. And then once you get it, you receive it. And you'll build confidence in your own confession. You build confidence in your own confession over time after you stop vacillating in what you say. Because, you know, I'm in the car talking to the fellas. Hey, yeah, talk like a clown. And then you want to come over here in a book and start prophesying your future. And it don't work like that. You can't have bitter and spew in one and spew in the other. You want to hang out. I'm going to hang out with the fellas, have a few, and act like a clown. Yeah, you costing you too much acting like a clown with the fellas having a few. Because then when you try to come in this arena and try to talk like God, you self-deceive because you've been hanging out with ding-dongs all day. Well, my God in heaven, he's on a roll right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't that good? You got to go home. You can't take no more of me. Somebody play something because I'll stay here all day. Ain't that good? Want to hang out with the fellas, be with the boys, and go out tonight, talk like a fool. And then you want to come back in the morning and talk like God. You don't even believe what you said all week. Now you're going to believe what you say, what God said? See, then they go, Pastor, you in the holiness? You better believe I'm in the holiness. Because how in the heaven you going to have power? The devil don't scare me. The devil? Man, have you seen the devils out there? You'd run, off the, I'd run out the door. Craziness going on. I ain't scared of no devil. The devil's scared of me. That's why I don't come in the building. You got weird manifestations in there? No. Come on, you'll catch that on the ride home. You know what I'm saying. You can't have one thing going the next minute and then you're going to have power in your mouth because you don't believe you. You could. That's why you keep it right and tight. That's like 19 different things all over the place, but you get what I've got you. Because I'm preaching to the room. That's why, that's why I told you. Did I tell you that in the morning or at night? I don't know what time it is. That's why guys don't like getting on the floor because you get on the floor, I can hear the room. They want to stay away from the people. It's good, though. You should. If I want to be more dialed in, I'll stay on the platform. But I don't like that. So, I, yeah, I believe God. So, check this out. Here's something you should remember. Now, what? get this. I, want, I don't want to leave the place without this. So, Lauren, Lauren will play and pull it down. She's doing great. Here is something you got to remember when planting the seed to fade. You got this? Once the seed is planted, you no longer have it. Now, this is what I got to get you to see. You better get this. Can you concentrate with the music or do you need me to stop? Are you all right? Somebody be like, what are you talking about? I'll give you the miracle of nuggets of faith, man. You guys are looking at me like, what time is this over? God almighty. Here is something you got to remember. You with me? Now, don't forget this. You'll get this. You'll get this. Once the seed is planted, you no longer have it. It's in the ground. It's in the heart. Leave it planted. So once you hear it or once you say it, you got it in your heart. You got to leave it in the ground in your heart so it can grow. Because you don't stick a seed in the ground and expect to harvest tomorrow. You got to let this grow. But eventually we got to put a demand on this. Woo! Now watch this. Now, unless a grain of wheat falls in the ground and dies, it abides alone. That means it's got to die. You got to separate it for death and then let it resurrect. Now watch this. Okay. Once the seed is planted, don't go back and dig it up. Once you got your belief right, once you release faith, once you got that thing in your heart, once you heard it, leave it in there. Whatever you believe in God for, whether it be miracles or marriage or stuff or health, leave it. I heard it, I believe it, I got it, I put it in my heart, and I leave it alone. Now watch this. Once the seed is planted, you don't go back and dig it up. It's the substance of the thing you desire. Did you get that? Did you get that? Faith is the substance of the thing you desire, okay? Once that's it, even though it's not yet in your possession, because you believe you received it, past tense, you shall receive it. The seed is planted, 
and you've traded faith for the thing you're believing. Okay, so let me show you how it happens, right? You get all excited about something from the Word of God. You go, okay, I, I, I see that. I need to believe I receive when I pray. And you go, okay, here's my faith. I give you faith for that promise. You got it? I got a desire, hope came, healing, whatever it is. I give you faith, title deed, in exchange for the promise. God goes, okay, give me faith. Here's my faith. He goes, here's the promise. And you take the promise by faith and you put it in your heart and you hang on. You got it? Now it's coming from another, it's coming, it's coming from another place. Faith is the substance of hope for the evidence is not seen. By it, the elders attain a good report. We understand the world was framed by the word of God. It's coming from another arena of life. It's coming. Is it here? No. It isn't in the seen realm. Most of it's not in the seen realm. It's in the unseen realm, so you got to pull it from one dimension. He called those things from another dimension and bring them into this dimension. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's either, some of it's in the future. You know what I'm saying? Because you always stay in now. Everything's now. Like, it's laid up. Now, some of it's like forward and backward, though. It's coming in your future, but some of it's laid up. Stuff's got to be released and catch up. That's a story in itself. Because faith moves time. Time don't move faith. Faith moves time. Time does not move faith. That's why people think time's going to change their situation. Time doesn't change nothing. Faith changes time. People wasting time. Because they think, like, oh, time's going to make it better. Time don't make nothing better. Faith makes time move faster. It speeds it up, slows it down. You can redeem time with faith. Yeah, it'll go backward, forward, it'll move on that thing. It lives in God. God's all over the place. He's Kairos. He's everywhere in time. God doesn't even know what time is because he just lives in now. So to God, everything's now. That's why God never takes anything. That's why you're always perpetually blessed because he's cleansed you once, now, and you never leave now with God. You ever been to tomorrow? No, it shows up as today. No one's ever seen tomorrow. God just lives in now. You can't go minute forward, minute back. So you're only living now. That's why the best time to do something is right now. You never leave now. Tomorrow shows up, it's now. You cannot step one step into your future or one step backwards, guys. You only live in now. A week from now, it's now. A month from now, it's now. Six months from now, all you live in is now. Only thing you could do is with something now. Now faith is. Now faith is. Because faith ain't for tomorrow, it's for now. Miracles are now. I'm gonna get I'll get faith later. It'll come. No, now. Right now. Right now. Faith is now. Now watch what happens. Now check this out. The seed is planted. The moment you planted the seed, you traded your faith for what you're desiring. You trade faith for the thing you believe. So you show up with God and go, here's my faith. He goes, okay, here's my promise. Not because he's mean or he's a weirdo. He's the only way he can move in the earth with currency. So he goes, here's my faith. He goes, here's my promise. So check this out, right? Now watch this, watch this, watch this. You can't go to the grocery store and take your money and your groceries at the same time. <laughs> you got to pull it down. It's not you. They got to pay attention. <laughs> I'm sorry. You do great. Because you guys get too, you, let me say it again, okay? Now watch. This is for eight people in the room, okay? Watch. You can't, you trade faith for the thing you're believing. You got it? When you go to the store and get groceries, you take them to the cashier, the cashier tells you the amount, 90 bucks. You lay your money on the counter. After them groceries are bagged, if you pick up both the bag and the money to start for the door, you're in trouble. You got to leave one of them there. Either the groceries or the money, you can't have both. You see it? You see it? You show up with faith, go, I'm going to leave my faith here, but I'm taking my bag. Come on, you seeing it? You ain't seeing it. Eight people in here, I don't know what he's talking about. What's he talking about? You understand him? You make me work, bro. Y'all need to get a curfew. I'm going to start calling everybody in this church, 9 o'clock on Saturday night, and say, go to bed. Y'all come in here half tired, not paying attention to me. You, I'm gonna call y'all. I'm gonna be like, hello? You be mad? God bless you. You're gonna have you help me call. Now, nah, you guys get this. No, nah, I'm, I'm playing because I'm shaking you. I'm getting, catching your attention. I kept you for a minute. You can't take the groceries and the money at the same time. 
you got to leave faith as the exchange for the promise, just like you leave that money for the exchange for the groceries. Leave it there. Because what you do, you try to take it back. Right? Oh, God, did it work? No, leave it there. Leave it there. Check it out, right? You get it? When you believe, you settled it, you plan the faith. Don't dig it up because you can't have both the seed and the harvest. You've already have what? Believe. Leave your faith planted and confess your harvest. Because the seed produces the harvest, but you can't have both. Leave the money on the table and take your groceries and go. My faith is my exchange for the desire I have from my God. Take your faith, leave it on the counter, say, I got my promise. Now, watch this now. I believed I received. Walk out what I believed I received. Come on. And then you walk out there, go, I believed I received. And then when that thing manifests in the earth, go, I got it. But you see the exchange? Unless a grain of wheat falls in the ground and dies, it abides alone. You got to let that seed die. But if it will die, it will come back and produce life. Come on, you see what I'm saying? Leave your money on the table. Take your groceries and go. Come on, how many of you going to start doing this with God? Here's my money. Give me my groceries. <laughs> you can play. Come on, stand up on your feet. Here's my faith. Where's my promise? Come on, say it. Where, here's my faith. Where's my promise? Woo! You see it? You got to put faith in the promises of God. You got faith for that? Yeah, you do. Come on, lift your hands up and say, thank you, Jesus. You did great today. That's a lot of word, man. You did great today. Someone's like, I don't know what happened to me. Just leave. Just keep come sitting in the building. The building will change you. Yeah, the atmosphere will change you. Did you know that? The atmosphere will change you. You just sit in the atmosphere, and I got people like, I don't even know what's going on in here. Just sit in the atmosphere long enough, and you'll change. Say, I got it. You ain't, you smart. You lots. Let me tell you something right there. You don't know what that is right there? I'm not playing. Like, that's, that's serious stuff. That's serious faith stuff. Not because I brought it. That's like serious faith stuff. That's like, I went to church. No, you didn't go to church today. You got transformed. Faith, man. I just, oh, I got it now. Watch how you go to God now. You're going to be like, here's my faith. Where's my promise? And I'm leaving my faith there. I ain't coming out because you know what you do with faith? You keep re-releasing it because you didn't believe it. This is why we pray the same goofy prayers a hundred times. You didn't leave faith. Here's my faith. Now here's my promise. Why did I say all that, what I said about the grocery thing? Because this is what we do. I prayed for the same thing 62 times. You never released faith one time for it. All that unbelief nonsense. Here's my faith taking my promise. I ain't doing it again. There's my faith. Now, here's my promise, and I take my promise and go, I believe that I received when I prayed. Well, where is it? Oh, don't worry. It's coming from another season of life somewhere. It'll show up. It's coming. Why? I planted it in my heart. I got it. I got it. I got it. And then you walk around thanking him for what you got, even though you can't see it, because that's where faith works. And I'm praising him like, oh, I did think you're nuts. Where'd you, oh, it's here. Where? Don't worry about it. I believe that I received when I prayed. You don't need to see it. I already see it in the spirit. When it shows up, I'll let you drive it. How about that? When it shows up, I'll let you wear it. I don't know. When I show up, I'll, I'll give the testimony how good my marriage is. When it shows up, I'll tell you what the doctor was baffled by my faith. I don't know what I'm going to show you, but I'll show you later. I believe it now. I believe it now. I believe it now. I believe it now. Lift your hands to heaven. Thank God. Power of God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Holly, there's the power of God coming on you. Billy, just watch her. Bam. Thank you, Lord. Hey, get Jerry. Stand behind Jerry. Stand behind Jerry. There you go. Watch this. Bam. Holly, watch this. Watch the power of God. Just embrace it. Jerry, just take all of it. Boom. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You got her? Catch your own wife. Peace. Stuff's shifting in here, man. I don't know what goes on. I just know God. I, don't, I know God. That's all I pretty much know. Just lift your hand in heaven and thank him. He's he flowing in here. He's just here. He's here. Oh, come here. Ashes, come here. 
Come here. He's here. He's here. How do you know he's here? No more fear. No more fret. Don't worry. There's nothing. It's like a, it seems like this. Someone's trying to pull you backwards. Nope. Not going to happen. Now! Not going to happen. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Glory to God. Jesus. Here comes the power of God in here. Just sit close to wherever you're at. Just stay close. Jesus. Jesus. Power. Press the power of God on you. It's easy. Real still. Matter of fact, just sit down. Perfect. Caitlin, get ready. Bam. Dave, watch her. It's going to get like fire. Some of you are going to feel like fire just came in your body. There it is right there. Keezy, it's all over you. There it is right there. Caitlin, it's going to come all over you. It's like fire. What do you mean fire? What is going on in this place? Don't worry about it. I know what I'm doing. Fire. Is that a, come on. Now when it comes on, you don't like move around with it. Just absorb it. Take it in your spirit. Just pull it in your spirit. Don't let it just get on your body. See, here's what happens with the power of God. Let me teach you something about this. It comes on your body, but it needs to be received by your spirit. Otherwise, it just stays on your body. Sometimes it needs to just stay on your body, but most of the time it needs to do something spiritual in you more than something natural. Now, in Jesus' name. Jesus. You don't have to fall down. I ain't about falling down. Just receive all of it in Jesus' name. Take all of it in Jesus' name. All of it in Jesus' name. It ain't about falling down. It's about getting transformed. Jesus. There you go. There's peace coming on you right now. Woo! And don't worry. Stop worrying. That's what I need you to hear. Don't worry. Don't fear. Don't fret. And just get ready. Your next season is going to be your best season. Your next season is going to be your best season. Your next season is going to be your best. Now, you didn't have bad seasons, but the next season is going to be the best season. Get ready. Here. It's like fire in here. It's like fire in here. There you go. Just receive it. Glory. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to heaven. Lift your hands to heaven. Thank you, Lord. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Satisfying him. Long life. Health. In Jesus' name. Top of his head, sole of his feet. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just lift your hands to heaven. Thank God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you. We believe you. We praise you. We magnify your mighty name. We bless you, Jesus. We thank you for your goodness. Thank you. I got faith. I'm leaving my faith. <laughs> I'm leaving my faith on heaven's table, and I'm taking my promise. Glory to God. I'm leaving my head. I'm leaving my faith. Say this out loud. Say, Jesus, I'm leaving my faith on heaven's counter. And I'm taking my promise. I'm taking my promise now. Come on. How many got some faith exchange you need right now? Take your faith. Leave it on the counter of heaven and take your promise right now. Come on. Leave it there and take your promise right now. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.